0: My name is Jasmine, and I'm Tree, and you are listening to the Young Restless and the Colors.
1: You you what. What considered I have our friendship what I to have. Become solidified after an incident with some Norwegians, but mm. our, our dear Jasmine over here thinks
0: differently. <laughs> I mean, I just consider our more official, like, bonding of friendship to be when I moved to New York, mm-hmm. where you were, and you let me stay with you, and that just felt more solidifying than it's whatever
1: then some random sexcapade yeah some penthouse exactly. in denver
0: yes we're here now and that's what matters i know thank god
1: we survived
0: oh my god <laughs> uh yeah if either of us had come here to new york for our college years we'd be <laughs> definitely dead we would
1: have ladybirded really
0: hard <laughs> 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 yeah oh, i have to talk about my ladybird someday on this podcast <laughs> sad I can't believe you have that yeah it's really sad anyways um so yeah we've known each other since college and we live in New York
1: how long does that mark about seven years <whistles> yeah yeah because our first meeting was when I was blacked out mm-hmm. on the street my
0: freshman year
1: from one of the house parties in the ver oh wow amazing
0: <clears throat> um okay so yes in and Colorado
1: which is also a state filled with race riots over Elijah McLean.
0: Oh my gosh, we're going to have so many great things to talk about. You guys keep keep chilling with us. This is where our sponsor would come in if we had any sponsors.
1: But we are anti-sponsor <laughs> because we're anti-capitalist.
0: Oh, yep, yep. Okay. Dropping in the knowledge about our pod. Are we Everybody <laughs> knows what we're about now.
1: I mean, you're hardcore DSA and I'm mm-hmm. hardcore TBD.
0: Yeah. We're going to get you there where you need to be, where everyone needs to be. Um, okay, so, yeah, why why are we called the young, the restless, sorry, wait, no, the young, restless, and the coloreds?
1: Well, it all started after the race riots broke out in New York, and then um, you had your arrest.
0: <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah.
1: And as a form of, you know, <laughs> colored girl healing we decided to watch bad
0: oh my god
1: poc <laughs> entertainment that's
0: how this started yeah that's, i oh my god i you continue.
1: invited me over on a work night even though i did not want to come because i yes. was hating life as no, it was but i needed company. you needed a friend and i'm that friend and, and then shout we, out
0: to Alyssa's apartment because this is where we're recording right now
1: And this is also where the podcast was born because we saw that movie here in her. Wait,
0: did we? We didn't say the title (coughs) of the movie. Stella gets her groove back.
1: Oh, how Stella gets her groove back.
0: Yes. How. I'm sorry. I'm going to correct you there. It's how Stella got her groove back.
1: Of course.
0: How Stella got her groove back.
1: Starring Angela Bassett.
0: And Whoopi Goldberg. And a young
1: Tay Diggs. Oh, yes. Mm. Playing a young Jamaican.
0: (laughs) Okay, so uh, yeah, how Stella got her groove back.
1: And then there's a scene in the film where we find out that Whoopi Goldberg's character is terminally Oof! And it's one of the reasons why Stella what finds the urgency to like live her life to yes, the fullest yes, and, like, and get continue her fucking a man who's 20 years younger than yeah, her yeah yep yep because you could die at any moment and she felt like she hasn't really been living and because, aren't we all
0: living that right now well at this I, present guess, moment? <laughs> I guess it's like
1: I mean that film in and of itself was a critique of white capitalist patriarchy because her character was one of the best PMCs mm-hmm. out there just like working Wait, in finance I'm sorry
0: can you explain what a PMC is
1: a uh, project managerial class it's oh. like
0: it's all the consultants
1: it's all the people who like make six figures oh fresh out of college or they like go get an MBA and then come back and make six figures out of college and we hate them but we also love them because like as working class people who work in the restaurant industry we love them coming in because they'll pay exorbitant prices for everything and tip decently and like have it all covered on a company card can I tell
0: you what I thought it meant what I thought it meant um um fuck what did I think it meant something like the model person of color
1: model minority yes
0: that's what oh. I thought you were talking about I guess M- M- She's I guess like, how
1: did PMC go there
0: I th- I just am high and stupid. (laughs) That's why it went there. But we
1: love how Stella got her groove back, directed by Kevin Rodney, based on the best-selling novel by Terry McMillan. Good at Terry
0: McMillan. Yes, I love you. She
1: also wrote the screenplay with Ron Bass. Oh, good job.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, wait. Bass, not Bassett. Not Bassett. Okay.
1: But Angela Bassett is directing that one. We love that for her. Oh,
0: good job. Okay, yeah, that's a new thing for me. We love that for you. I'm sorry for you.
1: Are you into this phrase or hating this phrase?
0: I'm, like, confused by this phrase. It gets me riled up, and I don't know why. And then I'm also okay with it as well. Hmm. I guess that's true.
1: Because it's like, why do we have to... I guess it's because it removes the ownership of the opinion
0: which I think is so interesting well no it's saying like that's good for you almost like oh my god I love your outfit it works oh can you hear me yeah (laughs) um like oh my god I love your outfit it looks so good on you like I could never pull that off it feels like one of those. Like, oh,
1: like a backhanded compliment? Well, no,
0: but just like, oh my God, I'm sorry for you. Like that belongs to you in your life. And it's, whoop, 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 whoop. And that's separate for me in my life. Like I can hear you, but am I fully empathizing with you? I don't know. That's what it feels like to me.
1: But there are these like subjective compliments. Okay. And it's like, I don't know, I guess it's like finding out your friends are like getting fisted and it's like, I love that for you, but like I myself would never want to get fisted.
0: That's, yeah, exactly. Like you live your life and recognize that it's separate from mine. But you know what? Isn't that kind of culture too? Like that's really us accepting the colors of the rainbow. (laughs) Like it's okay for us to look different. (laughs) We can accept that we're different what Disney Channel special are
1: you trying to (laughs) give us here I don't get it
0: just that it's okay for your experience to be separate of mine like I don't have to necessarily be able to like understand everything you've went through because I've gone through it like I can understand without going through it did it cut out again oh yours cut out no I'm fine oh you're not talking
1: yeah (laughs) but and then like you pulled the mic too far from you I do think you have to do the chin thing here yeah the only downside is like when I do it my wait can you hear me
0: well oh okay whoops well sorry that the like first 15 minutes of this are fucked in terms of (laughs) sound oh well i
1: mean that's what happens when you have a colored woman do
0: this for you oh my god okay well actually i'd say that we're both quite successful um
1: in the podcasting realm or in life
0: no in life we're fucking killing it as people of color and women of but we color. don't want to be
1: murdering anybody just fyi and ca- in case anyone tries to recontextualize this <laughs> <laughs> um but no, I'm yes just we're certainly we're doing well i mean we're certainly doing well for some ex EBTers. um ebt stands for electronic benefits transfer yeah which is food the, stamps it's food, food stamps. stamps it's the politically correct phrase for food stamps or yeah. it's like the least it's a less offensive. demonizing mm, yeah. because I think food stamps. Patronizing almost. Yes, because I think the phrase food stamps makes a lot of people like cringe. cringe. Yep. yep. Like it definitely goes into like welfare queendom. Oh my
0: God. I remember when I had to fill that out. I just felt. But you know what's crazy is that we were both still paying what? I was paying $750 a month in rent plus utilities. <laughs> and you were paying 500 for
1: <laughs> To live in a living room in Harlem. Yes. I mean. But it's No, it's you were really, in the kitchen. Oh, it was a, it was an open format you fucking picked. <laughs> <coughs> Just because I was like a yard away from the fridge doesn't make me in the kitchen. It was that big of a living room. <laughs> okay. But, um, anyways. But don't get it twisted. We are very much like pro don't social do welfare. Don't do that. We
0: are because in the world that we live in, it requires it. Until we restructure the foundation of our social system and how we distribute money and how we provide like the basic needs for everyone, then people are gonna have to keep being on fucking food stamps, and you can get over it. Do you remember when Trump tried to like end it, and he was gonna give out like boxed food? Every I mean, week, I love that you like actually that? said
1: his name because I thought you were gonna be one of those 45. like forty five. Yeah. <laughs> Sj Dubs, who yeah. refused to say his name, no, and I'm yeah. like, no, I'm no, no. sorry
0: that I just fucking tainted this whole podcast ew. by saying his name. No, I, ew, you, no, no, no. I apologize. Just call
1: him by his actual name, people. God, no, thank you, oh, Lord. Anyways, but um, we're colored so w- when we, we right. get to uh, to pivot. So some states now are requiring people to start. W- searching for work mm. in order to continue wait wait wait, I'm not, I'm not ready to pivot, I'm not ready to pivot yet we've been talking
0: about this for like
1: seventy five minutes no
0: it's been thirteen. I want to like keep w- okay, I didn't know when I was younger and even living here in New York, like the word colored sort of jarred me like I had always been used to saying I'm a minority and You know, people will say, well, that's not true. Like, people of color are the majority in the world. So I always felt weird about saying colored. Yeah, but I think... And, like, white people, white is a color. Like, they have... It's a color. We're all people of color, aren't we? Oh, my God. Like, we all... (laughs) All of our lives matter.
1: I think when you try to take it into this global scale, you do lose the context of like a lot of people's everyday lives and so like we are specifically talking about the u.s like yeah, i'm sure we can yeah. like branch out when we talk about our travel abroad experiences okay or that's like fair that's fair me being an immigrant but at can the you end hear of the me day,
0: okay see it's really low again
1: but it's because you're really is it because i'm not <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're really far from the mic and like, <laughs> it's like so
1: I know it looks weird that I'm I have sorry. this straight up against my no. chin, but it's the only way to keep the. I'm glad you distance. know how to do this. Correctly. <laughs> the only downside is like I can't figure out how to breathe because <laughs> I'm such a nose breather. That's
0: why we're both producers on this. It it can't be done one by one. It <sighs> has to be done as a team.
1: So Jasmine yes. is like a major like media. Oh. Behind the scenes person, so she is much more into the technicalities of this, and I, on the other hand, am just
0: schedule, schedule, topic point, like da.
1: No, I was talking more about the actual like technical things, like the microphone, the Zoom recorder, audacity.
0: You have the audacity. Oh God, you are to say that to me. (laughs) I am. I'm so sorry. (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, that's if you had to say to a white person, well, this is what colored means, because there's also like BIPOC. I didn't know what that meant until pretty the recently The Bipolar Caucus. No, it stands for Black Indigenous People of Color. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. its own subset of people of color. Well, like it's of not, minorities. No, 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 no. It's not meant to It's a subset of minorities. <sighs> I
1: th- no, because the the Terminology was meant to call out how the phrase people of color kind of got robbed of its initial meaning, which was, I think, more of the next wave after. Well, wait, what was its original meaning? Because originally, NAACP, National American Association of Colored Colored People, People. oh, wait, no, National Association for the Advancement of Colored Mm -hmm, People, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. colored used to just mean black for the most part in U.S. society. Right. Because... At the time, we there had were just not that many. The there were not that many that. Asians, <laughs> and like usually, you wouldn't refer to Asians as colored. They'd usually be referred to as yellow. And
0: all the Italians and the Scottish, or wait, no, the Italians no, by and point, Germans. by they'd that by that point, a lot like of the
1: Southern European forgiven. immigrants had already like assimilated into U.S. society. That's what I'm
0: saying. Yeah, they've been forgiven. Like they're no longer being ostracized by the I English I don't know. If they were
1: forgiven as much as they were allowed to take up positions of power. That's fair yeah okay. because like there was this really interesting article um talking about the problems of the phrase anti-racism mm, mm-hmm. and this whole like this whole new social media trend of being anti-racist right and well, when unlearning there's learning
0: racist habits and ways of thinking
1: yeah but i think it also like kind of misses some major points because it's like when we talk about Black achievement like another terrible black film although like i love the people who are in it it's queen and slim oh like
0: god do not
1: not. a great movie way too long how do
0: people get money for these
1: things well somebody
0: give us money and we will give you a damn show the people who
1: are working on it have done great work before and i it's it's one thing where do they go wrong
0: I think they get money and they get complacent. Like what's his name who did the Lord of the Rings films and all of the Hobbit films were fucking terrible. Uh,
1: okay, but what's to his come name? back
0: George something? Lucas?
1: No, that was Star Wars. Okay. I don't I don't we watch I don't watch Lord of the Rings. <gasps> no, I
0: have to find it now. Oh, oh my god, Jesus. I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. yeah.
1: You're really. <laughs> but one thing that I found really interesting from Who was this author? I need to pull him up. Who is the Lord of the Rings person?
0: Um, Peter Jackson.
1: Yeah, Peter Jackson won an Oscar.
0: Fuck him. Yeah. Well, anyways, why did I even mention him?
1: Because you were talking about how people can get tons of funding to produce terrible oh, projects.
0: Yeah, freaking he got money from the Lord of the Rings and then he got complacent. and it was like, oh, I just want to make more money because capitalism rules. So I'm going to make this... Bullshit for everybody to eat and become like lethargic and just die watching my terrible entertainment.
1: Or he was just always as bad as you see him and he just had one lucky strike with a trilogy of films. Okay. Like, I think that's more likely what happened. Salute. Because it's not as though we got to see a diver- diverse body of his work before he won an oscar it's like he literally only made like a handful of films
0: well didn't he make jaws oh my god Steven no, spielberg he did made not. jaws yeah. i'm so wow. sorry i'm getting all of my white men mixed up How
1: oh dare my I? god what yeah. we're mixing up people of the same race what
0: <gasps> no white anyways
1: um but it was really interesting when you talk about the phrasing of
0: wait yeah so what did come to mean
1: so okay so people of color ended up getting recontextualized in this way where it was just including all people who are not white okay and like i think it was a really interesting bit that was brought up by the character molly played by yvonne orgy in season three of insecure season four of insecure which you do not watch enough of, but I fucking laugh.
0: I don't watch any television.
1: Yeah, and like we're supposed to be talking about culture with her, uh, right, people? No,
0: yeah, Tree is going to school me. That's why we're both here, because we have expertise in nothing. True. Um, so,
1: <laughs> in the episode where Molly goes on vacation with her Asian boyfriend and his Asian brother with the brother's Asian wife, she. <sighs> she feels that she encounters a racist incident and the brother interprets interprets the situation differently, Hmm. which happens to, I think, a lot of black people and, like, specifically black women Mm -hmm. for, like, when they are trying to, like, explain that an incident that has happened to them is racist and, like, other people don't interpret it the same way Mm -hmm. and then they get called angry black women. Mm -hmm. I certainly think that was true. But in the context of the episode, the brother tries to school her and like when it's the right time to like pick a fight about like a racist incident mm-hmm. because it's all about her trying to get a towel in the hotel pool area and the pool attendant is asking her for a room key mm-hmm. and the pool attendant is like a white Mexican lady or like appears to be like a non-black Mexican lady because mm-hmm. they're in Mexico and she like gets mad She doesn't have a room key on her and then the brother comes by just happenstance shows the room key they get the towel and then when they all come back he's like look i'm not white and like i'm asian and i experience racism too and then she comes back and says look you only like to pull the racism card when you think it fits you best like you do not understand what it's like to be black Mm -hmm. and the fact of the matter is is like when she made that statement it kind of erupted the argument between her and this whole family on vacation but in reality that is a very true statement and like I think it kind of plays out with the phrase people of color Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of like that that phrase I think started to show its cracks in terms of not describing enough the realities for everyone who's
0: not white for
1: everyone who's not white because right. at the end of the day it's like you really do have to consider class and mm-hmm, you do have to consider mm-hmm. the fact that like for the most part although asian people do experience racism the degree to which they experience it is it pales in between less. it pales compared to latinos afro latinos and black people mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i don't even know if i'm supposed to say afro latino or latino because i really <laughs> do love the phrase blatino. <laughs> Uh, the Dominicans uh, of New York <laughs> <laughs> who are like, I'm not black, I'm Dominican and the police officers are just like, you're arrested. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, I Anyways. used to work at a Starbucks on the Upper West Side well, and they'd, always, they'd I'd always be like, oh, so like do you, are you black? And they would <laughs> be like, I'm Puerto Rican or I'm Dominican and I'm like, um a lot of the Spanish speaking customers who come here do not Think they can speak Spanish with you, and then you just whip it out real quick. Oh my
0: gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's really it's It's really interesting. It's a complex word, right? Or phrase. It's a complex ideology. um
1: But I mean, race in and of itself is socially constructed. Yes. So like that makes it even more complicated because it's always going to change based on the person and And
0: there is a difference between culture and race, like. That needs to be something that I think is clarified for people who say things as obscene as I don't see color.
1: But I don't know. Do color people really exists. still say that? I feel like that's just such yes. a Gen X phrase.
0: No. Okay. Well, like that's I, enough. Yeah. i say it.
1: I honestly do not experience. I've not heard that phrase said to me in a really long time. Have you heard it recently?
0: What was the phrase again?
1: I do not see color.
0: Yes, I've heard it from like a white woman. Oh my God, said directly to your as face? As recent as the past 10 years, I would say. Ugh. Yes, absolutely, yes. Gross. Yes. So oh. let's, people, let's get it straight. Oh my God, I watched a movie with my brothers. It was Trolls 2. And they basically cover this whole topic. It's like all of the genres of music are good in their own way, but they've been trapped in this mindset of thinking like they're the only music that exists and then they find out about each other and they're like well I just want to share like my music is best so everybody should have to be my music like it's a good influence for them it's a good mindset and so they go and try to get rid of all the different genres of music and it ends up being that like one of the genres of music is basically white people that goes to just like you know take over the planet because they think that their mindset is like the best and then they're retaliated against and told like no it's okay that we look different and sound different because that's culture that's what makes us like we're allowed to acknowledge that i have brown skin because that influences my story
1: this is all the plot of trolls too. <laughs>
0: yeah. it was so good but yeah, race and culture are different.
1: God, the alt-right is, tr- is correct. Disney is trying to push neoliberal no, garbage down our throats. No, Disney
0: still sucks. And we're going to get into or a conversation about Pixar. that later. No, I think, well, Pixar is owned by Disney anyways. Oh, okay. Disney <laughs> owns fucking everything and is terrible, terrible, terrible. Even though I the project I'm Disney working Channel. on is being made. Okay, um, something that I thought about, Raven, when she gets accused of shoplifting... Have you had any incident? Like, what is your defining moment of realizing you were colored?
1: Mm. Well, my earliest memory definitely comes back to me, like, growing up in California, surrounded by a ton of Asians, whites, blacks, Latinos, Mm. specifically Mexicans, Mm -hmm. because they were always repping that flag and uh, talking about football. Um, wait the mexicans the mexicans
0: Mm. yeah they do they're really good at football but
1: you can always tell with the flag there's that eagle and the tricolor
0: i mean shit americans are just as fucking bad nationalists
1: (laughs) (laughs) um Um, but let's see i think i remembered like oh i'm asian because i look like all these other asian people Mm. but then i think there was always like (sighs) There's always like a gravitation and attraction to like white boys and men, even from a really young age oh for me. God, yeah. yeah, I mean like my first crush was a white guy named Christopher with sandy blonde hair, freckles, and blue eyes.
0: Cute. Mine was Adam Rhodes. He also had blue eyes, brown hair, and it was just little freckles yeah it's from my dad's white, so i have a real excuse (laughs) i
1: mean and both my parents are vietnamese and only my mom is attractive and my dad is deeply unattractive
0: (laughs) both both my parents are attractive so guess what they got right here (laughs) um Um, (laughs) yeah and we both grew up in really homogenous colorado
1: yeah and then i moved to colorado when i was nine So then I really became, like, the only ching chong in the room. Mm. Like, Mm -hmm. I was very much, like, the only other Asian kid in my elementary school was a young boy named Sungmin Johnson. Like, he was a Korean adoptee to white family. And, like, I'm really jealous. Like, go him for getting a white family. Oh, my God because in
0: a white y- education
1: well i got the same education as him but like the white family has a different i set think of i like
0: had a different yes a different mindset about what's possible in the world yeah because you like see they yourself know. yourself as white for a little bit
1: i mean and like you can achieve I don't anything think he ever saw himself as white because well, he was clearly adopted
0: okay but you know this mindset of did like, you ever oh, see yourself as white i mean yeah i was half white
1: I know, but you look so black.
0: I know, but the thing was... You have reverse Rashida Jones. Oh, my God. The thing was, you... like Because my dad is white, I grew up with this mentality of, like, I deserve a college education, and I'm going to get that. I deserve for people to listen to me when I'm in the room. Like, I deserve um, to, like, receive accolades for work that I've done on my own. Those are in quotation marks because everybody... Like is responsible for fucking white man's success Because they just exploit Everybody else But anyways I grew up this mentality of basically white privilege Until I understood That I was not white And when did you understand that? Um, I think there were always like little subtle hints Of like oh I remember in second grade There were third grade or something There were like Realistic Colors skin color of crayons like there were various shades of peach and like various shades of brown so that you could be like politically correct about because you think when you draw a picture and I'm going to draw a picture of like my friend who's white or something or like you whip out the white crayon yeah and you try to (laughs) just do it on black construction paper I guess (laughs) but no or you even do it with just like a pencil and you put like blonde girl hair on it and like Mm -hmm. what do you do for the black person you you know it was just to give realistic mindset for children and Mm -hmm. their art so that was a point and I think there were always times when like hair oh my god we will talk about this in another episode because that's just like that's just too much Um, and then I remember always being upset when my mom would say you're gonna have to work as hard like twice as hard as everybody else you need to like get that through your head she did and I didn't get it and I didn't want to get it for a long 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 time and then I think the solidifying factor is when in fifth grade this boy I got a a letter like somebody like ran up to me and gave me a letter they were like oh so and so like wanted me to give this to you and I opened it and it was just this long like hate letter (gasps) just talking about how like stupid I am and like not pretty and like all of these random things and then at the end like somewhere in it he says and she's a nigger hard ER (laughs) and I like (laughs) I think I was more hurt by like the character attacks like like oh she isn't smart and like stuff like that Mm -hmm. than I was by the word because I had to go home it wasn't until I went home and my mom was pissed and is the reason that there's like racial sensitive training at that school now
1: (laughs) (laughs) is because she
0: read it and she was enraged was the letter signed yeah (gasps) like we ended up talking to the boy and his family and it was my mom who had to lead the discussion because my dad just like didn't he understood that i was sad and that like that wasn't okay but he didn't see it as this like bigger construct of society that totally still exists
1: and like what is the history of your parents because like your dad is first generation polish american or no
0: no his like great grandparents were i think the last i always base it off of like if they still speak their native language which i shouldn't do because i doesn't mean make are sense. they
1: like third generation polish american yeah and then your mom is
0: she is ugh, adopted <laughs> <of> <laughs> slaves possibly yeah. yeah i mean she was adopted so she doesn't we don't know exactly where our family's lineage is mm. in terms of Africa. Um, oh, but so
1: you don't have like the Juneteenth stories to no, go off
0: of. it's really sad. There's, there's, I'm missing my black culture. Like that's something I've struggled with my whole life is really understanding the culture that I came from and like seeking that out. And I'm excited to talk about that in a future episode. Cause there's just so much around culture mm-hmm. and race and being colored um and i think that's all we have for this segment
1: we have a lot to psychoanalyze with jasmine (laughs) we'll we'll come back you uh go ahead and wash and set your hair yes because um it's gonna be a while before we can come back (laughs) to you
0: all right well thanks so much for listening and we'll talk to you on monday
1: yeah catch us on the next episode of the young restless and colored wherever you listen to your podcast
0: yay bye